Hello everyone, it's Ben Hopkin, and here we are with Acting Without the Drama, where we keep the drama on the stage and in front of the camera and out of our personal lives. So last week I gave you a relaxation exercise that you can do pretty much at any time. Some of the best times that I like to do it are either right after I get up in the morning or right before I go to bed at night. And I wanted to add on to that just a little bit this week. So these exercises that I'm going to be talking about today are ones that you would do after you've gone through the relaxation exercise. So once you've taken that time to get your body completely loosened up, to really let go of the tension in your body, at that point you're ready to start experimenting with your breath, to start playing around with your voice a little bit, and so that's where we're going to go next. So for the moment, what I would like for you to do is I would like for you to stop And I would like you to go back to the previous podcast, go through the relaxation exercise, or if you feel like you can do it on your own, go ahead and do it on your own, and then come back and do some of the exercises that I'm going to talk you through next. So once you've gotten your body to the point where you really are starting to feel really released, at that point, you then want to start looking at your breathing. I was talking quite a lot about breathing last time. Uh, This, again, is something that we really want to focus on. We want to make sure that our breathing is deep. We want to make sure that it is into our core, that it is going into our center. Again, think of that image of breathing fat, really expanding that middle area of your body with your breath. And actually, I'm going to add a little bit of dimension to this. I want you to think of your center area as a six-sided box, that we're not just expanding the front, we're expanding the sides, we're expanding the back, we're expanding up and we're expanding down. So that would be up with your diaphragm, down towards your sacrum. Uh, Obviously the front is your stomach, the back is your back, and the sides are your obliques. And so you're expanding that entire area. Don't just think of it in one dimension. We have a tendency to sort of do that with our breath. Uh, The first thing that you do want to do is to make sure that you are expanding into your stomach. But once you're there, make sure that you're expanding out into all six faces of that six-sided box. So just keep that image in your mind. And again, breathing fat, really opening up that area. And as you're doing this, you're again going to sometimes experience some interesting sensations. You may again get lightheaded. There may be some emotional components to this as well. Uh, Many times I've actually had students that uh, as they begin to really breathe deeply for the first time in a long time, they actually will start crying or get giggly, start laughing. That also happens as well. So really just focus on that breath and spend some time just getting comfortable with that breath. Take some time just really letting that breath flow. Now, once you've gotten to a place where you're feeling pretty good about your breathing, I want you to just... Inhale, and then exhale on a voiceless sigh. So it's going to sound a little bit like this. You're not pushing. You're not forcing. You're just breathing in and exhaling on a voiceless sigh. And it's a sigh of relief and a sigh of release, both of them, that it is just a really wonderful sensation in the body. Again, getting into touch with the breath. We're just taking this step by step. And I want you to do that several times, breathing deeply, releasing on a voiceless sigh. 
Do that several more times to yourself. The next step that we're going to take is I want you to envision in your mind that right there in your center where you're breathing, there is a very deep, very still pool filled with vibrations. Instead of being filled up with water, it's filled with vibrations. And as we are breathing, as we're getting our breath down into our center, we're actually going to lift those vibrations up out of our core and bring them up and out. So this time as we breathe deeply in, we're going to release on a voiced sigh. So it's going to sound a little bit like this. Ha! Now you want that sigh to be fully voiced. You don't want it to be breathy at all. You want to make sure that it's fully voiced. But you also want to make sure that you're not pushing, you're not forcing. This is just very free, no tension in the neck. We're not actually... I want you to keep that image of producing the sound from the core. We all know that our vocal cords are the place where the, the sound is actually made, but the impulse comes from the center of our being. So there is no disconnected sound here. We're not forcing the sound to come out with the muscles around our neck. We're using the breath to create the sound. Again, breathe deep. Ha. Fully voiced. And just really experience your voice in a new way. I want you to take some time and experiment with your voice. Play with your voice. As I'm talking about this, continue to breathe in and release on a voiced sigh. I want you to do this multiple times. I want you to experience your voice as if it were melted chocolate or liquid velvet. This is a very visceral experience where we're really just experiencing our voices. Our voices should feel good as we're using them. It should feel good to do this voiced sigh of relief. So as we continue forward, the next step is then to take that full voiced sigh and just touch sound. So this time we're going to breathe deep huh, and just touch on the sound. Again, we're not pushing, we're not forcing. If you want to, you can put your hand on your center and make sure that you're not clenching there. We're just, it's just a small impulse. Huh. No effort, no energy. Huh. Using the breath, getting a fully voiced sound in just that little burst. And I don't even want you to think of it as a burst because, again, that's going to get the wrong idea in your head. What I want you to do is just think of it as touching, lightly touching that sound. And basically, this touch of sound, the reason that I'm spending this time on it is because it is so important. This touch of sound is what we come back to every time we need to reestablish that grounding, reestablish that base where our voice belongs. This touch of sound then leads to many other exercises that are going to help us expand our range, help us to start to speak using this same system of breathing and getting in touch with our natural voices. Again, this is the voice that we used when we were infants. Right now, we're just trying to establish that grounding. Eventually, we'll get to the point where we can get very energetic with it. That's actually the goal. We want to get to the point where we can scream using that voice to really let go and not have that tense, harsh, grinding sound 
and feel to our voices when we're using them in intense situations, but to really just get, again, back down to that grounding. So as I'm speaking, again, I want you to go through and practice that touch of sound, just breathing deep. Ha. And then you can actually give it a little double bounce. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Just play with it a little bit. Ha. Ha, ha. Now, at this point, if you're starting to feel like, wow, this is ridiculous, I feel like an idiot, perfect. That's exactly where you want to be. We should sound like idiots at this point. Remember when we were babies? Again, go back to thinking about when you've been around infants. We think they're so amazingly cute, and they're making these bizarre sounds. Well, yeah, they're experimenting with their voices. They're figuring out how they work. They're using them and starting to figure out how to make those sounds. So we want to get back to that same place where we can just play. You know, I've talked about this in our acting, that we, we have a tendency to sort of lose our sense of play sometimes, that it starts to get really serious, like all of a sudden we're doing brain surgery. Well, uh, we're not doing brain surgery, we're acting, we're playing. You know, to get back to that place where when we were five and we ran into another five-year-old and it was like, okay, we're both five, let's play. I'm a bad guy, you're a good guy, go. And in that same sense, I want us to get back to that sense of play with our voices, really experiencing our voices, playing around with them, using those sounds in different ways, and just starting to have fun with it again. There is definitely technique that goes into this, but it doesn't have to be grueling, tedious work. It is repetitive work. This is progressive work. These are exercises that you do every day over the course of years to really develop your instrument. But right now, we're just playing. We're establishing our grounding. We're establishing our base, getting back to where we can just, again, play and have fun. The more that we do that, the more this process is going to be a joyous process instead of just something that we have to do because, well, there's this guy that says that my voice is important and I want to be a good actor, so I guess I better do it. We don't want to go to that place. We want to be here because we really enjoy the process. So, getting back to our vocal exercises. Hopefully you've been touching sound throughout this entire little tirade that I went on. At this point, I want you to, again, just touch sound a couple of more times. Breathe deep. Ha. Ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha. And now breathe deep and release on a hiss. Now the point here is not to try to force yourself to go a lot further than you have breath. It's just simply to again experience your breath in a new way. This ultimately will be something that we will use as we are using breath control to make sure that we're getting through an entire phrase. There's nothing worse than being in a play or doing a film and running out of breath before you have finished a thought. This is something actually that happens in real life, so it's not the death of us, but it does kind of take us out of it occasionally if we're trying to get through the end of a line and we can't because our breath gives out on us. So we do need to learn breath control. So just experience that a few more times. Breathe deep. Release on a hiss. Do that uh, three or four more times. 
And actually for now, I'm going to call it good in terms of these exercises are just some brief exercises that we can do to start to get in touch with our voices. We've got some more that are going to be coming next week. I just want to take another minute to talk a little bit more. And while I'm talking, again, you can be experimenting with your voices, sort of using the different, uh, the touch of sound, the voiceless and voiced size, the hiss, to just, again, experience your breath and to start getting used to that voice. But I just want to take a moment again and talk about the wonderful, wonderful ways that this training can enrich us as actors. I was just actually watching a little bit of Ian McKellen's King Lear. And again, the vocal control that that man has is stunning. Go back and watch some of his performances and really listen to what he does with his voice. Another one to watch would be Much Ado About Nothing. Watch Kenneth Brenner in that. Uh, there's a monologue that he does at one point, a soliloquy, that is stunning in terms of his vocal control. This is the point that we want to ultimately get to. And there are th ways that we can train our voices to, to get to that place. And so this is the point of what I'm sort of trying to do here. Uh, this is a little bit of a departure from what we've done in the past where we're really sort of getting into the nitty-gritty of how to go about doing this. Uh, I hope that you're enjoying it. Again, uh, this is kind of where I started. I have a great passion for voice, and I'm hoping that that's communicating as we're going through these exercises. If for whatever reason you're not finding them as helpful or you have questions or concerns or would love to maybe hear some exercises for other aspects, please, again, email me at actingwithoutthedrama at gmail.com or leave comments on my website, www.actingwithoutthedrama.com. And again, I will get to those questions as soon as I possibly can. Thank you again for joining me here and go out there and act. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Acting Without the Drama. For more information and to follow my blog on acting, please go to www.actingwithoutthedrama.com. To contact me with questions or ideas, please email me at actingwithoutthedrama at gmail.com.